Hey, good to see you here. You are currently listening to Inspire Church Metro Manila. We are one church in multiple locations, and we exist to inspire people to fulfill their God-given potential. We are so glad that you're tuning in right now. Welcome home. Learn more about us by visiting inspiremetro.live. Lean in and enjoy. Hey, welcome to Inspire Church, Metro Manila. My name is Nolan Galito, location pastor here. I'm excited that you're here. Hey, look, God has a word for you. And as you can see, we are walking in the streets of Quezon City, but I'll explain that in a little bit. Look, today I wanna talk to you, or I wanna talk to some of us here who have questions. You ever have so many questions, so many things that you are not sure what to do? You've got decisions to make, you've got um, uh, 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 opportunities to take, but you don't know which one to do. If you're gonna do this or you're gonna do that. And sometimes, what do you do when you have these issues? You ask people for help, you ask people for um, advice, but how do you know which advice is the correct advice? Today I wanna talk to you and maybe you have a big decision in your life. And God wants to show you how to make sure you actually hear God correctly. But before we move on, we're gonna cross the street, all right? Let's go, cross it, please. All right, wait, so before we continue, you gotta cross the street with me. Have you ever crossed the street of Kessler City before? Come on, let's go. Motorcycles, cars, amazing. But anyways, as I was saying, as I crossed the street and for my life, I was just saying, sometimes when you've got decisions, you're trying to find confirmation. You're trying to find, you know, what is the right thing to do? And so today, the title of this message, and I pray that it speaks to you. The title of this message is this. Who's in your ear? Who's in your ear? I remember before we moved here in Quezon City in Philippines, before we started Inspired Church Metro Manila, it was a, it was a pretty tough tough decision because I didn't really know what to do. I had the opportunity to either stay in Los Angeles or move to Hawaii. See, you might be saying, of course we're going to move to Hawaii. It's Hawaii. Aloha. It's the beach. It's the waves. It's perfect weather. But in LA, we had everything. You know, I had my family. I had my friends. It was comfortable. And so I was praying, God, are you calling me to stay in LA? Or Am I called to go to Hawaii and train under the leadership of Pastor Mike Kai? See, in Hawaii, it was more difficult because we didn't know anybody. We didn't have family. We didn't have friends. We didn't have a job there. We would be interning and working part-time. And so just like you, maybe you have a big decision. We were praying. We were praying so hard. We were praying so much. And what we were praying for is we were asking God, God, what do we do? Have you ever been in a place where you don't know what to do and so you're just praying? and you're just waiting. And what do we usually wait for? We wait for confirmation, right? We wait for God to give us a sign. We wait for God to help us. And I remember one time I was sitting in my car back in the day in my Acura Integra, right? White Acura Integra. And I was praying and I go, God, you know, I feel like we should go to Hawaii. Do you want us to do that? Is that where you want us to go? Because if you want us to go there, I'll follow. And I kid you not, this song came on by Gavin DeGraw, and the song is called Follow Through. And if you're familiar with that song, it goes, you have to follow through, right? And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, that's confirmation, right? But then, living in Los Angeles, the hip-hop station Power 106, all of a sudden you hear this song, California Love. So I'm like, wait, is God calling us to California? Are we supposed to stay here? And it's so interesting. When you're looking for a sign, sometimes, are you sure it's confirmation from God? Is it a sign? Is it confirmation? Or is it coincidence? How do you know if it's from God? Or how do you know it's just coincidence? It's just you wanting to hear what you want to hear. See, today we're going to look at Jehoshaphat once again in 1 Kings chapter 22. And this is an amazing story, an account of Jehoshaphat. How do you hear from God clearly? What do you do when you don't know what to do? What do you do when you have a decision which road to take? Do I go down this road? Do I go down this road? Do I go down this road? Because at the end of the day, we want to be at the right destination. So what do we do? Let me read you this scripture. 1 Kings 22. For three years, there was no war between Aram and Israel. And during the third year, King Jehoshaphat of Judah went to visit King Ahab of Israel. During the visit, the king of Israel said to his officials, Do you realize the town of Ramoth Gilead belongs to us? And we've been done nothing to recapture it from the king of Aram. Then he returned to Jehoshaphat and asked, Will you join me in battle to recover Ramoth Gilead? So what's happening here is King of Israel, King Ahab, is saying, hey, I want to take back uh, um, this land. Goes down south to Judah, calls up King Jehoshaphat and says, King Jehoshaphat, would you fight with me? Would you help me um, win this land again? Jehoshaphat replied to the king of Israel. He goes, come on, let's go. Right, that's my translation. He goes, why? Of course. You and I are one. My troops are your troops. My horses are your horses. Then Jehoshaphat added, but first, let, let's find out what the Lord says. So this is a big decision. Am I going to go to war with King Ahab? Are we going to take back this land? Am I going to commit my army, my people, my safety? And so Jehoshaphat says, yeah, let's go. But first, let's make sure we ask God. So the king of Israel, King Ahab, Summon the prophets, about 400 of them. So picture this, 400 prophets come, right? And ask them, should we go to war against Ramoth Gilead or should I hold back? Might be a question you're asking. Should I do this or should I not? Should I get this job or should I not? Should I pursue this relationship or should I not? And all the 400 prophets, think about that. 400 prophets replied, yeah, go right ahead. The Lord will give the king victory. Imagine 400 people, yeah, let's go, yeah, you're going to win, yeah, victory. Wouldn't that be confirmation? 400 people giving you confirmation? But Jehoshaphat asked, I love this part, is there not also a prophet of the Lord here? We should ask him the same question. Hey, look, I get there's these 400 people agreeing, but I really want to hear from God. The king of Israel replied to Jehoshaphat, there's one man we could consult the Lord for us, but I hate him. <laughs> He never prophesies anything but trouble for me. His name is Micaiah, son of Emiah. Look what King Ahab said. There's a guy who listens to God. There's a guy who hears from God, but he never gives me good news. He never tells me what I want to hear. And King Jehoshaphat says, hey, that's not a way a king should talk. Let's hear what he has to say. And so they bring King Micaiah's son, or they bring Micaiah to the king, son of Irmar. What's happening here? 
What's going on here right now? Right now is the king wants to hear what he wants to hear. King Ahab wants to fight. King Jehoshaphat wants to make sure it's the right thing to do. It's a God decision, not just a good decision. So King Ahab gets 400 prophets. These 400 prophets is what I like to call prophets in his pocket. These are guys that they know what King Ahab wants and they'll tell him. They'll tell him exactly what you want to hear. That's a hard decision. You have 400 people telling you it's a good decision. You have 400 people telling you, yeah, let's do this. What would you do? Some of us, we have a big decision to make. Some of us, you're asking yourself, should I go abroad? Some of us are asking ourselves, should I pursue this person? Some of us are asking ourselves, should I quit this job and start a new job? Some of us are asking so many big things. And a lot of us are asking for confirmation. But what happens when there's 400 people confirming? Does that mean it's from God? Does that mean it's the right thing? See, today, I don't want you looking for confirmation. Today, I don't want you seeking for signs. All I want us to do is to make sure that God is in our ear. That we are not just waiting for people to hear or waiting for us to hear what we want. So how do we hear from God clearly? You guys ready? So if you're trying to hear from God clearly, the first thing that we need to do is number one, we got to go to God first. We definitely need to go to God first. Look what King Jehoshaphat says. He goes, but first, type that in the chat right now, first. But first, let's find out what the Lord says. I love that. King Jehoshaphat could have easily listened to the 400 people. Everybody's going for it. Everybody's excited. Everybody's saying, no, that's a great idea. Let's do it. What King Jehoshaphat says is, no, let us hear from God first. If you have a big decision in your life, if you have some questions in your life, if you have some difficulties in your life, I need you to understand you got to go to God first. I got to go to God first. Before we moved here, I just kept, I kept asking God, God, what do you want me to do? And I didn't stop until I got an answer. See, the Bible says in Matthew 6, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. You got to seek the kingdom. How do you seek the kingdom? Keep coming to church, which you are. Keep coming you know, to your connect group. Keep being in the word. You got to let Jesus be in your ear. You got to let Jesus speak to you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I love being in Kessel City, right? <laughs> here's the thing, though. Listen to me. Here's the thing. Don't allow it to be a cop-out. So many times I heard this. I'll pray about it, right? Are you going to do I'll pray about it. Sometimes when we say I'll pray about it, what we're really doing is just spiritualizing our laziness. Ouch. We're actually, we don't want to do it, but we don't want to say no. So we'll just say, we'll pray about it. No, 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 no. When you really seek God, not when you're afraid and, in, and, and you don't want to talk to God, but when you really seek God first, when you seek His kingdom, He will answer you. He will answer you. And so just like King Jehoshaphat, let's find out what the Lord has to say, right? The second way to hear God clearly is this. And this is one of my favorites because I, 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 I get tempted with this. You ready? Number two is this. We got to resist selective hearing. Come on, put it in the chat right now. Resist selective hearing. 
So what's selective hearing? Selective hearing is simple. It is you only choose what allows to come into your ear. You only choose what you hear. Like I got a zoo in my house, right? And I'm not talking about my kids. I got a bunch of pets. I got a cat and my dogs and it's crazy. One of my, or one of my pets is my cat, Calum. I actually bought Calum for me. I wanted him to be my cat. But the funny thing is now, like if I call him, Calum, Calum, he just ignores me. There are times where he'll look at me with discontent, like whatever. But once my wife calls him, even with a whisper, once my wife says, Calum, immediately he gets up, meow so gently, and walks to my wife. And I'm like, hello, I've been calling you for the past five minutes. You're not even going to me. But when my wife whispers, immediately you get up and you go to her. What the heck, right? What's going on, right? See, the thing is this. The reason why he responds to my wife is because he knows he's going to get something good from my wife. What is it? It's because my wife feeds him. So every time he hears my wife, he immediately realizes, hey, I'm going to get fed. When he hears my voice, he immediately thinks I'm going to get annoyed. <laughs> Sometimes we could fall into the temptation of selective hearing. We could fall into the temptation of only wanting to hear what we want. And so you'll ask advice, and you'll ask advice, and you'll ask advice, and you'll ask advice. And you keep asking until you hear what you want to hear. But then what you didn't want to hear, you'll think, oh, maybe that's not from God. But if it's from God, then it'll be what I want. Listen, listen, we got to resist selective hearing. King Ahab, he wanted selective hearing. Those 400 prophets, they were doing him no good. They were just saying what he wanted to hear. In our team, I don't want people to just tell me what I want to hear because that doesn't allow us to grow. That allows us to just keep making the same mistakes. Listen, you don't want to just hear what you want to hear. You want to hear the truth of God. You want to hear the word of God. You want people around you who are going to give you the right things to say from God. And so we got to resist selective hearing. We got to resist selective hearing. So to hear God clearly, we looked at number one, go to God first. Number two, resist selective hearing. And the third one is this, we got to consider the source. Come on now, consider the source. It's very interesting. So many times I get questions, right? I get questions from people about, hey, tell me about this in the Bible. What about this in the Bible? What about this book? I read up on this and I'm like, I always ask them, where did you see that? <laughs> and nine out of 10, they'll be like, I saw it on YouTube. And I'm like, so you're telling me you are getting truth from YouTube or the internet from some random guy who is posting about angels or a lost book or something like that. And I always tell them, you got to consider the source because the temptation of looking for confirmation is you are looking for something good to hear. But it's not always about the message that you hear if it's the wrong messenger. Come on now. It's not always if it sounds good, but if it's spoken from someone who is good, who's following God. So in other words, we got to consider the source. Confirm who's speaking, not just what's spoken. See, King Jehoshaphat, he knew, even though there's 400 prophets, people who anointed themselves and said, I'm speaking for God. He knew, he goes, man, I don't think they really are seeking God. I think they're just saying things. 
I don't think they really love God. Why? Because he goes, can we find someone who actually is known for seeking the Lord? So how do we consider the source? The question is this, who's your circle? Who's around you? Who's in your ear? For someone to be in your ear, they have to be in close proximity to you. If they're in close proximity to you, that means you allow them to come close to you. So my question to you is this, when you're making a big decision, consider who you allow to be in your ear. Is it really good to allow Google to be around your ear? Oh, but I searched it. Is it really good to just have YouTube around your ear? Or do you want people who have been there for you, who have not simply give you good advice, but gave you God advice, challenge you to do the right thing, even if it doesn't benefit them? Come on now, that's a good one. Even if it doesn't benefit them, we must consider the source. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 4 says this, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. We're living in a generation where you could, you could follow any church. You know, I'm part of this church online. I'm part of this church here. I'm part of this church here. That's great. But make sure that you are not just going to a place where you want to hear what you want to hear. Go to a place that you're planted. Consider the source. So the last principle to hear God clearly is this. It's we got to receive the hard truths. First King 22 verse 8, it says, The king of Israel replied to Jehoshaphat, There is one more man who could consult the Lord for us, but I hate him. He never prophesies anything but trouble for me. His name is Micah, son of Imiah. And it's very interesting because he didn't want to hear from um, Micah, Micaiah, Micaiah, Micah. Let's call him Mickey. <laughs> he didn't want to hear from Mickey, from Micaiah, because he knew that it's not what he wanted to hear. He wanted the land. He wanted to take it back. He thought he could do it. He has his army. King Jehoshaphat's army is going to join. We got this. We got enough resources. We got enough money. We got enough drive. You know, we've got un unity. We got, we got this. But King Micaiah, or not King Micaiah, Prophet Micaiah was telling him, look, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. It's funny. King Abram hears it as an attack towards him. When in actuality, he was saving his life. We got to receive the hard truths. I always tell our team this, correction is not rejection. Correction is not rejection. Correction is simply redirection. If you're going the wrong way, wouldn't you want people that love you to tell you you're going the wrong way? If you are making a mistake over and over, wouldn't we want people in our life to tell us, hey, you keep doing it over and over. We want these type of people. But let's be real, pride causes us sometimes to be defensive. To say, no, 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 that's not what I want to hear. Don't tell me that. Who are you? Hey, look, look, look. We got to be able to receive the hard truths. If you want to hear God clearly, receive the hard truths. Here, listen, Proverbs 27, 6. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. If you really got a friend, 
and all they do is compliment you, you got to ask yourself, are they really your friend or are they simply an acquaintance? Because if they're really a friend, they're going to want to see you grow. They're going to want to see you move forward. And sometimes a sincere friend has to wound you. Not in a malicious way, not in an angry way, but in a corrective way, in a loving way. So instead of seeking confirmation, can we seek godly counsel? Instead of looking for signs, can we surround ourselves with the saints and ask and be connected? But how is your heart to receive? Are you teachable? Are you coachable? Are you approachable? Or every time someone talks to you that's close to you, you roll your eyes. No, 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 no. We need the hard truth. It saved King Ahab's life. It saved him from making the worst decision. Can I tell you this? For us to hear God clearly, we got to be able to receive the hard truths. So let me just recap. First thing we got to do is go to God first. The second thing is we got to receive or resist selective hearing. The third one is consider the source. And the last one is receive the hard truths. Right now, look. look come in a little closer, just a little bit. Just a little, like I'm talking to you. Right now, there's some decisions in your life. Right now, maybe you know you're not where you want to be. Maybe you're, you're tired of this new normal. You're tired of your work. You're tired of your friends. Maybe you're even tired of your ministry. You're, you're feeling of wanting to give up. Oh, some of you, you're even, you're listening to that lie that you're tired of your marriage. You're tired of your relationship. Can I tell you this? We got to hear God clearly. Because those voices in your ear, that's not from God. See, today, I want to make sure that you have God's ear, God's voice in your ear. How do you do that? Like I said earlier, the only person that's allowed in your ear is who you allowed to be close to you. See, today, can we allow God to come close? Come on now. Can you allow God to come close. Maybe you've been running from God because you don't want to hear what he has to say. You've been running from godly counsel. You've been running from this and that. Today, God wants you to come close. Why? Because he has come close to you. The Bible says that when you draw near to God, he draws near to you. That you can resist the devil and he will flee. So today, just me and you right here, if you want to come close to God and surrender your life to Jesus, Today's the day. Would you pray this prayer with me? Would you say, Jesus, I'm done running away. I want you to come close. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I've been tired. I've been scared. I've been afraid with all of these decisions in my life. But I know you are here to give me the answer to lead me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, look, if you surrendered your life to Jesus, you prayed that prayer. We want to celebrate with you. We believe that you are transformed from the inside out, that your, your sins have been forgiven, that God has a plan and a purpose for you. So would you in the chat box right now type, hey, I prayed that prayer. I surrendered my life to Jesus. Hand emoji. Come on, put it in the chat box. Thanks for joining us and for listening to Inspire Church Metro Podcast. Stay in the loop by checking inspiremetro.live.